Welcome to Wannabe Clutter Free, formerly Wannabe Minimalist, the podcast for busy families who are tired of the chaos, fed up with being overwhelmed, and ready to enjoy life again. Each week, we talk about how to let go of the clutter so that you can focus on the things that actually matter. And it's not just physical clutter. We talk about the mental and emotional stuff too, because if it's holding you back, it's time to ditch it. I share what I've done in my own life to declutter, organize, and calm the chaos, but you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's practical, doable, and simple for those of us that want to be clutter-free. You know how life doesn't stick to a schedule? Well, why should your paycheck? That's where Earn In comes in. It's an app that lets you access the money you've earned right when you need it, not just on payday. Imagine this, your dog suddenly needs a vet or your kid has a little accident and needs a dentist, ASAP. We've been there and waiting for your payday in those situations just doesn't make sense and it adds unnecessary stress. With Earn In, you can pull up to $100 per day or up to $750 each pay period directly from your earnings without the crazy fees or interest rates. It's super simple. Download the Earn In app, verify your paycheck, and get access to your earnings as you earn them. You decide what to tip, and whatever you use gets settled on your next payday. More than 3.5 million users are finding relief and a sense of security with Earn In, calling it a lifeline for financial stability. That peace of mind, it's priceless, and it could be yours. Ready to give it a try? Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Clutter under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help out the show. That's Clutter under Podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. You're listening to The Wannabe Minimalist Show with Deanna Yates, episode number 50. We're getting toward the end of the year, and with the holidays upon us, I want to take a chance to explore seven ways that we can add more meaning to this time of the year with less guilt, overspending, or the usual stress that takes over in November and December. Hey there, wannabe minimalist friends. Welcome back to the show. As always, I'm your host, Deanna Yates, creator of littlegreenbow.com and the Wannabe Minimalist Podcast. It's episode 50, and I can hardly believe I have been recording this podcast for about a year. Today, I wanted to do something special and look at seven ways that we can simplify the holidays so that we can bring the magic back to the holiday season and kick the stress to the curb. This time of year can be super hectic, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who has spent a small fortune on gifts in the past between family, friends, kids, coworkers, teachers, neighbors, and on and on that list seems to go. But the crazy thing is, when the holidays get out of control, it doesn't end my year on the note that I was hoping for. Does that sound familiar? You get so caught up in the hustle and bustle, you kind of forget to enjoy it. And honestly, we have had some wildly different holiday experiences. We've lived in or traveled to California, Iowa, Chicago, Illinois, Fort Worth, Texas, Boulder, Colorado, Washington, D.C., Brazil, Argentina, and a couple of years ago, it was just the three of us, me, my husband, and our daughter in Munich, Germany for Christmas. Now, each place has had different aspects of holiday cheer and ways of celebrating, and I feel incredibly lucky that we have gotten to experience so many different places in December. 
Each of these different experiences has helped shape my thoughts on what a simple holiday season can look like and why I think it is more important than ever. So why might we want a simplified holiday, even after COVID? Ah, yes. This year, we may not really have a choice about keeping it simple, but I'd like to challenge you to see the good in the situation. There are less gifts to buy, so a lot of us will be saving much-needed money, less running around to do, which will alleviate some stress, and with the crazy election in the U.S. this year, it might be better to not be forced around a table of opinionated family members, although my hope for you is that your family can find common ground through your love for each other. But even after the world has started to go back to normal, why might we choose simplicity? Well, I want to let you in on a little secret. Simplicity and minimalism are not about deprivation. For me, minimalism is about being mindful about how we live our lives. So that means at holiday time, we're mindful of the events we choose to attend. And we're okay saying no thank you to the things that might stress us out instead of adding to our holiday spirit. This way of thinking keeps it about having fun, enjoying ourselves, and our time together. It makes the things that you choose to do all that more special. Now, the secret for this is to prepare ahead of time, not to cut everything out. But before we dive into the seven ways to keep the holidays simple, I want to let you know that you can get all of the show notes, and I've even put together a holiday planner and a workbook to help you keep this year and all of your future holidays simple, special, and stress-free. You can pick it up at littlegreenbow.com forward slash 50. Once again, that's littlegreenbow.com forward slash the number 50. Okay, now that the housekeeping is out of the way, let's get into seven simple ways to enjoy the holiday season so that you can make it stress-free. The first thing I want you to do is to look at why you celebrate. I feel a little bit like a broken record, but I start everything, and I mean everything, with questioning why we do something. If you've downloaded my quick guide um, to decluttering your home, you'll understand what I mean by that. But a little backstory. I have a terrible history with setting boundaries. It's super hard for me to say no to someone. The woman who actually taught me all about blogging has a book that talks about seven fear archetypes and people pleasing is my number one. So yeah, saying no felt impossible to me for a good part of my life. But I finally started to flip that on its head. Just like you're supposed to put on your own oxygen mask first before you get on an airplane, I learned that I needed to focus on myself sometimes. Not all the time, that makes you a narcissist, but if I'm not energized and bringing my best self, well, nobody wants that person on their committee or at their party anyway. So let's get back to this first one. You need to look at all of the things you normally do to celebrate the holidays and ask yourself why you do them. I have a worksheet and a flowchart to help you with this in the Simple Holiday Planner and Workbook because I know that this can be a tough shift, but I'm here to assist you in making your life the one that you're dreaming of. So let's think about it. Do you love going to see the Nutcracker every year or do you wish you could mix it up? What about driving around to see the Christmas lights? Do you enjoy baking and so it's really not a big deal to make nine different kinds of cookies? Or was that a tradition that just spiraled out of control? There are no right or wrong answers here. This is all about you and what you personally enjoy. So take this time to reflect and listen to what your heart is telling you. Now, here's the bright side. 
a lot of these festivities are going to be put on hold this year. So you have a chance to really reflect on the ones that you truly miss. You might be surprised at the ones that you almost forget about. So that's a clue that you can cut them out next year. All right, the second thing that we can do is to ask our family what they want to do. Yay, reinforcements! Here is some good news. You don't have to do all of this by yourself. I want you to ask your partner what they love about the holidays and why they love certain traditions. Ask them which ones they would be okay giving up. Now notice I did not say to ask them which traditions they don't like. Now, if they dislike your favorite tradition, you might get your feelings hurt. So let's go ahead and keep these conversations positive, okay? So just ask them which ones that they would be okay skipping. Then go ask your kids. You might be surprised at the traditions that they love and those that are just (laughs) so-so. Maybe they love baking the cookies because they get your full attention. Or they like going to the local tree lighting ceremony. No matter what anyone says or answers, the goal is to keep the activities and the traditions that you and your family love, and then give yourself permission to let go of the things that are not really bringing joy into your home. Deal? The third way that you can bring more simplicity and enjoy the holiday season this year is to set your boundaries. Oh man, when it comes to the holidays, I'm right there. You know, it is so, so, so easy to overspend and go into debt. I mean, last year, I think the average person spent over $900 for the holidays. I'll make sure I find the link and link to the resource for that in the show notes. And I'm not sure if that included travel. And if it did, then I'm sure we came closer to that number than I'd like to admit. But think about that, $900 spent per adult. So that means that in a family of two, you're looking at $1,800, people. That is a lot of money for the holidays. So when I want you to set boundaries, it's not about cutting everything out. It's not about saying no. It's about planning and making a plan and then sticking to it. So the idea here is to plan for the holiday spending so that you don't go into debt or so that you don't cause yourself and your family any unnecessary stress or any surprise bills come January. So how do you set these boundaries? Well, you can do that with a simple budget. Now I hear some of you groaning, so let's make sure we keep this simple. I've created a gifts, celebration, and travel budget in the Simple Holiday Planner, so make sure you pick that up. But it really just starts with a list. I want you to make a list of all of the people that you want to give gifts to. Make sure you remember your teachers, hairstylists, male persons, babysitters, anybody that does services for you, your neighbors, anything like that. So that's how we start. We start with a list. Then I want you to set the amount of money that you are comfortable spending. Now you can divide that out and say, I want to spend half of this on our family and I want to spend a quarter of it on my service people and I want to spend a quarter of it on our friends. And then that is an easy way to break that up. From there, you can divide it amongst the people that are on your list. So it makes it super simple. Now, this also helps when you go shopping because, of course, the point of when you go to stores, they have all the displays there and they have done studies and tests to make sure that you will spend as much money as possible in these stores. So creating a list is going to help you with these impulse buys and it's going to help you save a ton of money, I promise. Another great way to stretch your budget is to have a secret Santa gift exchange with the adults in your family. The kids in the family can do this amongst themselves too if you have a big extended family. 
The idea here is quality over quantity. By concentrating your gift buying to one person, you can give a much better gift while spending way less than if you had to buy five to 10 individual gifts. I promise you might get more buy-in on this idea than you think. I mean, at least in normal years when we all start getting together again. Another way you can set boundaries is to limit the number of gifts you give within your family. Some people do this with the four gift idea, where you give them something to read, something to wear, something they need, and then finally something they really want. This is generally discussed when giving gifts to kids, but it can honestly be a good way to set boundaries for all family members if you generally tend to get out of control. And last year, I made a big list of experience gifts that you can give, and sadly, a lot of these will be difficult this year, but the idea is the same. So I'll link to that giant list of over 50 ideas in the show notes so you'll be ready when we can get back to going to things like the zoo or the local amusement park. This podcast is supported by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. We've been using Active Skin Repair for a few months now, and I am seriously impressed. They use a molecule called hypochlorous acid, which is pretty much a superhero in skincare. It mimics your body's own immune response, helping to cleanse, soothe, and reduce inflammation to support the natural healing process. And let me tell you, it works for more than just scraped knees. Whether it's sunburns, rashes, or even more persistent issues like eczema or acne, Active Skin Repair has got you covered. The best part? It's totally safe and non-toxic. That means it's gentle enough for every skin type, from the little ones to grandma and everyone in between, making it the go-to for everyone in the family. I scraped my knuckle the other day while doing laundry, and my first thought was to grab the Active Skin Repair because one, it doesn't sting like other products, and two, I knew it would help me heal faster. So if you're looking for a natural, effective way to handle boo-boos, check out Active Skin Repair. And because you're a listener, you can get 20% off your order. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order, use code CLUTTERFREE. Again, that's ActiveSkinRepair.com and use code CLUTTERFREE to get 20% off your order. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory, two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And now we're back with a whole new podcast about unsticking it, launching in January. What happens when life gets in the way of our creativity instead of nourishing it? We talk to all sorts of guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. So, join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Get out of there, life gunk. Let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking it. All right, this fourth idea for how to add simplicity and enjoy the holidays is different than most advice, but it is to drink lots of water. You might think I've lost my mind, but there's really two reasons for this. The first is that I know when I get dehydrated, I get cranky and tired. A really bad combo for a stressful time of the year. By drinking water, I feel better, I look better, and I get through the days easier. The second reason is that it helps to keep you from overeating. Let's be honest, I am not going to tell you to go on a diet over the holidays. That is no fun and definitely increases our stress levels. 
However, I know that looking at a scale where the numbers are rising and sitting in pants that are getting tighter and tighter is a recipe for disaster. So one simple solution for this is just to drink more water instead of focusing on limiting your consumption. Because when you drink more water, it makes it easier to stop at one cookie or one truffle or one slice of pie while not feeling at all deprived. So it's a silly little trick, but it really does work wonders. The fifth way we can simplify the holidays is to focus on gratitude and a spirit of giving instead of getting. Now, of course, this is the focus for Thanksgiving, but explore some options for how you can extend that spirit into Christmas and the new year. In my simple holiday planner, I include 30 days of gratitude or spreading kindness, and it really has made a big difference for our family. So I hope that you will look at doing that too. So some ways you can do that is to consider volunteering if it's an option in your area this year, or you can send holiday cards to assisted living or nursing homes, pay for a stranger's meal in the drive-thru, tell people in your life that you love them, take time for yourself and don't feel guilty about it, give out compliments to everyone you see, write down something you're grateful for every day. Now these are just a few ideas, and there are so many little ways that we can have a spirit of giving even when we're stuck inside. Another way to show your children a spirit of giving is to declutter their items that they no longer play with but are still in good condition and give them to others. You can also adopt a family and get them gifts for the holidays and plan a holiday meal for them and get the groceries. That's a wonderful thing that a lot of communities do and have available. So check with your local communities and charities. The idea here is to be thankful for the life that we are living. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that if you are able to listen to this podcast, you are living a better life than most. So let's remember that and let our gratitude radiate out from inside of us, okay? Another simple way to enjoy the holiday season is to keep your decorations simple. No one says you have to decorate your house to rival a spread in the latest issue of Martha Stewart Living. Keeping it simple can also make it more fun. So go ahead and give yourself permission to stop decorating the tree when you get tired. Tone down the lights display outside and resist the urge to cover every surface with holiday cheer. Instead, get out your favorite items and consider decluttering the items at the bottom of those bins that have not seen the light of day in years. You're already going through the decorations anyway, so now is an easy time to let go of the ones you no longer love. And it is perfectly fine that your tastes have changed over the years. Don't feel guilty about it. Just let it go. And if you don't have holiday decorations, consider making some. The year we were in Germany, we crafted ornaments made from toilet paper rolls, and we made a Santa with reindeer out of egg cartons. It gave us a fun craft, and it made our home festive. Plus, I didn't feel bad about tossing those things when the year was done. Other decorations that can make a big impact are things like strings of popcorn, dried orange peels and cranberries, pillow covers in bold colors, uh, paper snowflakes. We actually have a bunch of snowflakes. My daughter was really into making snowflakes last year and she got each family member, including our extended family, to make a snowflake. And we hung them up on the wall and they were up for months. And I just took them down 
a couple months ago, we're going to put them right back up for Christmas. And it was fun because you could see everybody's personalities shining through on those snowflakes. And it's like, it's a fun game to pick out who made each one, but it's really cool. That's been a lot of fun to have hanging on our walls. And it just makes us think of our family just in the littlest things. You can also get a gingerbread house. Costco, Costco sells a great kit. Um, you know, twinkle lights are fantastic for making things feel festive. And of course, candles. So those are just a few decorations that, you know, generally don't cost a lot and are, are pretty um, easy to put together, but they make a big impact on your house. So you don't have to have a ton of decorations and go way overboard, but you can still feel festive. And the last tip I want to share with you today is to be honest with yourself. Let go of the guilt of having to do everything and needing to be Pinterest perfect. I mean, I love Pinterest, but I do wonder if we were happier before we were able to compare ourselves and our homes to everyone else on, you know, any time of day on a device we carry around with us 24-7. My guess is that we were. It's one reason that I try to remind you all over and over again that I'm not perfect. I have and I am still working through a lot of the advice that I dish out. And this last one really is a perfect example. I have tried to do it all in the past and I still try to do too much at times. And that leads me to an eventual breaking point where I have to take a step back. And the holidays really are no different. Ask your family for help and realize that you are the one putting the pressure on yourself. It's hard to look in that mirror, but I've done it, and it's been a huge, huge help. So if you feel like you're doing too much or you're spreading yourself too thin, go back to points one and two in this episode. Are you able to cut out an activity that's not bringing you joy? Is there something you think everyone loves doing, but then you learn in reality it's not that important to them? Well, go ahead and cut it out and give yourself grace to know that you do not have to do it all. Once you've narrowed your list and you've cut a few things out, is there something your family can help with? Can you send your husband to the grocery store with a list and be okay if he brings back the wrong brand of something? Can your kids wrap the presents that are not for them? Can they help you sign Christmas cards or address them? You know, now is the time to include your family and enlist their help. It gives you a chance to spend more time together and you get to appreciate each other. And isn't that really what the holidays are all about anyway? So that's, those are the seven tips that I'm going to leave you with today. They are, again, we'll just run back through them real quick. The seven tips are to look at why you celebrate and understand the why behind the things you do. Ask your family what they enjoy doing and be willing to cut some of the things out that aren't important to them. Make sure you set your boundaries, drink lots of water, focus on gratitude, keep your decorations simple, and then be honest with yourself. These seven tips have really helped simplify the holidays for our family, and I know that they can work for you too. So what are your plans for this holiday season? Come on over and let me know in the Wannabe Minimalist community on Facebook. The group is totally free and we are having a lot of fun getting to know other like-minded people. Introduce yourself, share your thoughts, and let us know if there's something we can help you with. I am so excited to hear from you and help encourage you on your journey toward less stuff, more happiness, and an awesome life that you and your family deserve. 
Like I said, the group is totally free and you can find us by clicking on the link in the show notes or by searching for Wannabe Minimalist on Facebook. I can't wait to meet you there and hear about your journey. Learning about you and why you're interested in living a minimalist or more simple life is one of my favorite things, so I really do hope I see you there. And don't forget, if you would like to get all of the show notes for today's episode, along with my latest resources, including the Simple Holiday Planner and Workbook and the Quick Way to Declutter and Organize Your Home Guide, you can find it all at littlegreenbow.com 50. Once again, get all the show notes and the links for everything we talked about today on my website at littlegreenbow.com forward slash the number 50. That just about wraps it up for today's episode, but before I go, I just want to take a minute to thank you for listening to this podcast. I appreciate that you choose to spend some of your time with me, and I hope the information I provide is helpful. If you have anything you would love for me to cover and discuss, please feel free to reach out. I would love to hear from you. Let me know how else I can serve you and the topics that you find most helpful. Feel free to tag me on your Instagram stories. I'm little.green.bow on the platform, or you can email me at hello at littlegreenbow.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode and have not done so already, please be sure to subscribe to be notified of new episodes wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Also, leave a review so more people can find us and discover the benefits of a minimalist lifestyle. I'll be taking next week off to celebrate Thanksgiving with my family, but I will see you back here in two weeks. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.